0: The Chicago Teachers Union is currently in a scandal because one of its high ranking members, Poolside, mind you, in the Caribbean, vehemently is advocating for learning to remain remote, kids to remain at school, and her to keep getting paid even though she is not physically at the school. We're going to cover this topic. It's viral currently, it's all the rage. And if you have a parent in Chicago Public Schools, you have reason to be upset. Then we're going to discuss Georgia. Today is the election, uh, the Senate, all the marbles. Will our country be ruled by the Democrats? Will our country be ruled by the Republicans? We're going to get into that. And then finally, we're going to discuss uh, white rage and why it's all the rage, according to a professor of hip hop which I didn't even know there was such a thing. Let's get into it. Yo, this is Hanging with Apes, an Audio Apes podcast. Real talk, real topics, no limits. Audio Apes, music with no boundaries. What's up, everybody? This is K Cartoon. This is RX Phonics. We are the Audio Apes, and you are officially Hanging with Apes, a weekly Tuesday podcast where we discuss trending topics and current news with a philosophical and comedic flair, and our take on it. Two guys from the south side of Chicago, there is explicit language at times, so be advised. Going over to Twitter, follow us at Hanging With Apes. Go on over to our website, that's hangingwithapes.com. You can sign up for our newsletter. And if you want to listen to some really good rap and hip-hop music, go to any major music streaming platform, type in Audio Apes, and our catalog pops up. It truly is the best. It truly is the best. Lots to cover today. Um... We got cultural issues, we got political issues, all type of stuff. Um, I think we should, like, just get the politics out of the way, because the other ones, I feel like we can kind of venture off into other lands and territories and stuff, yeah. so um, as we record this, it's Monday evening, uh, the day before the Georgia Senate runoff race, Um if I'm not mistaken, Trump is either having a rally or about to have a rally. Trump is the kingmaker now of the Republican Party. He is the leader of the Republican Party, whether he stays in office, which is still crazy because we're, nobody is at this point still not 100 percent sure if he's leaving, <laughs> if he's going, what's going on. <laughs> so much uh, uh, confusion and lack of clarity, lack of transparency with like what took place with the election and the election results and everything like that. But then also very important is the balance of the Senate, because right now, as it currently stands, the Republicans have 50 solidified Senate seats, the Democrats have 48 solidified Senate seats, and there are two seats up for grabs right now. If the Republicans win those two seats, the Republicans will have 52 Senate seats. The Democrats will stay at 48. And if the Democrats win those Senate seats, then you have 50-50. And then if Biden is in office, the differentiating vote is Kamala Harris, which yeah. if that's the case, we are looking at... uh Jesus, printing money for student loan debt, printing money for everything, the American dollar becoming completely devalued. Gun buyback programs. Gun buyback programs, censorship on the internet. Mask w- mandates. Lots of, lots of bad yeah. stuff that totally goes against freedom. And the perpetuation of more articles like the yeah. one that I posted recently online from uh, uh, Cosmopolitan with this fat chick on the cover and says this is healthy and I captioned it simply no it's not but like you'll see a perpetuation of that tenfold like whatever you think you're seeing now and it's bad enough you're gonna see stuff like that (laughs) multiplied Um, I have high hopes for Georgia for one reason and that reason is that even though Nancy Pelosi was just voted in once again as speaker of the house she only won by seven votes uh that means that Kevin McCarthy was seven votes away from becoming speaker of the house which he's a republican which is not a bad place to be no. considering that you don't have the majority in the yeah, house yeah, you yeah, know yeah. what I'm saying that's not a bad place to be only seven votes away like that's I, I could live with that being like, man, I was fucking seven votes away from not from dethroning that bitch. Like, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Which it would have been nice in the event of a Biden presidency. Yeah. We have a Republican speaker of the House. But if the Republicans keep the Senate and that's why Georgia is so important, we'll have cocaine Mitch, which a lot yeah. of people are upset with cocaine Mitch right now. Because oh, of, of the... because of him slapping back on the whole two thousand dollars stimulus, yeah. Um, yeah. But I mean, I I think he called it right. Like it's it's socialism for rich people. Like I mean, yeah. like yeah. how much money uh, do people want? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I don't. Like I understand. Well, we talked about it on the well two three episodes ago. We understand where some people might be coming from, in the, in the sense that you you subscribe to that, and you were promised that, and and then you got what six hundred bucks for it. But at the end of the day, it's just what are we going to print money for everything? Like you said, oh well, we have student loan debt. Print it. We have, like
0: there is no light
1: right at the end of the tunnel with if this that's the route.
0: case. I'm I'm digging those uh those uh. Air, Airpods max, so maybe somebody print me 5 500, dollars <laughs> yeah, to grab them, get, get them. Yeah, it's like, in what world do we...
1: And also, like, what repercussions where well, we don't... Since when did we not, like, think about the future and what happens then, you know? And how much debt we're accumulating, too. Cause like, uh, and who's
0: going to have to pay this shit off eventually?
1: Yeah, was it uh, uh, Rand Paul had that speech? And, uh, like when it was about the the whole printing the money and all that shit, the the stimulus checks, and he's like, you know, like, well, our debt just keeps going up, up, up. We print, we print, we print. Like this is not like a, it's not a good situation. Yeah, is we're just becoming like socialists. So what? You're just a conservative in name, really. If if you're saying, oh well, uh, well we got to print for the people and we got to do this, we got to get the stimulus checks and we got to. Uh, keep passing these fucking d- disgusting budget bills that, that really don't fix anything right. and just inflates everything. And so that was a speech that comes from the realistic nature of where we're at. And I forgot who said, who said it. I think you've mentioned it a lot. Like the quote where it was like, uh, America won't, won't be taken over. it all like, it'll basically implode from within. And and you're seeing that like first, like, and I'm not saying that it's happening now. It could be happening. You never know. Trump for all his policies helped. Okay. He's gone. Now the, the Georgia runoff. What if that goes left? Okay. Boom. Then after that, the next step is, well, what happens two years? Well, in two years, what will Biden and Kamala do if, if they have the senate and if they have the the house what what will they do and then in those 2 years we saw strides in the house for conservatives for for republicans if that's reversed then then at that point that's you're now in 4 years you know what i mean but it's like steps to really yeah. and that's actually like a, an ode to just the way we run shit in america that it shows how like you can't just all of a sudden overnight switch everything up yeah. But it's little. It's like a cut here, a cut there. Okay. Well, now it's uh, the primaries. Well, you cut here because you guys lost here, and then so so it's it's like a battle for the soul of the nation almost. And we need to really be realistic about certain things. And and like you you either because I, I had this argument with this guy. He said, like, Yeah, but they'll print money for all these all these companies and all this. And then they're giving them money like, well, could, could, they can't give us two thousand. And I and I understood where he was coming from. It's like, well, shit, yeah, they're giving money. It's like Oprah, and you get two thousand, and you get two thousand, and you get a tax cut, and you get this. It's like you feel entitled to. Well, where's my cut? Yeah. But we should not feel that way. It should not be that way. I we mean, should, I and
0: and, yeah. and I would agree with this person this that you're mentioning to an extent. Yeah. That. Yeah, like. While I don't agree that like you should get to two thousand, I don't agree that that company should get whatever they're getting. Like yeah. that's again when we'll, we've talked about this before. It's like like a pseudo capitalism. That's not that's not real capitalism. Like no. you live and die by the decisions that you made. Just like you live and die by the decisions yeah. that you made. This is it's not the government's function to be bailing people out or bailing companies out.
1: Yeah, and, and just a notion like that we don't have control no listen we might not be able to like we might not be able to be like i want a tax cut but we could ask for it you know like we can we we could try and we could be like this is why we should get a tax cut or a tax break boom 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 but go and do the work and the legwork to do that if you get a no well hey i can't say that but a
0: tax break is also like it's not it's not the idea of like printing money out this is This is more of, a, well, you're paying less into a system that is rather inefficient. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's not like this money. Yeah. Like, your money is better off in your hands than it is in the government's hands. I mean, like, yeah. you don't have to look very far to see, yeah. like, the, the massive loads of inefficiency that 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 is out there to yeah. know, well, then, I, you know what? Like, I'd rather just... <laughs> hang on to more of my own scratch and, you know, handle my retirement yeah. or I- investments or, or whatever it is that I'm gonna work on as opposed to, oh, the government, the government, the government, which will coincide with one of the topics later on with CPS and how wildly inefficient that operation is the yeah. Chicago public yeah. schools.
1: Like like would would that cause <coughs> hyperinflation? You know, like Yeah. And also like would you be better served using the money to just keep it in the savings or probably put it into a into the stock market where it'll adjust itself, you know. Exactly. That's another thing like I mean your $600 or your $1000 or your whatever dollars like that shit doesn't mean anything if you don't really do something with that.
0: I also don't like I really don't like this concept that like this road that we're going down and we've been going down this road since 2008 of like not allowing things to fail. If you don't allow the shit to fail, how could it ever correct itself? Like, no. right now, all of these people that have this student loan debt, right? Yeah. Now, you and I are from that same generation that could have... Like, well, that does have the student loan debt. We no. don't, but we could have. But we are of that generation. And in that generation, they were given a lot of bad advice from their parents from their teachers from their counselors from yeah. from their surroundings period a lot of bad advice and they went down a road that was like very very cookie cutter yeah. i would say like i would say that like the the college route for our generation wasn't really like considered risk taking the no. risk taking was considered not going to college you were yeah. looked at like more of a risk taker than than going to college So, if these people's debt gets paid off, what lesson will be learned? No, where the lesson learns and where the correction takes place is, now you breed a generation that when they have kids or when they give advice, because it may not necessarily be to their own children, but to other children or their teachers or guidance counselors or whatever, their advice is going to be more sharpened. And, and, and tightly wrapped in the sense of, well, if you do go to college, this is what's lucrative right now. Yeah. If you're not going to go that route, maybe look into trades or whatever because you don't no. want to accumulate this, 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 and that amount of debt. X amount that you're going to have to pay a month. And that's how many years it's going to set you back. Yada, yada, yada. Yeah. That's a correction. Like That's like the system correcting itself is, all right, well, we, we did this. It didn't work out. This is where we're at now and this is how it gets fixed yeah no. see banks companies a lot of corporations they never learned that lesson in 2008 and that's why like we found ourselves in a similar place in 2020 no had the banks learned their lesson had different corporations and companies learned their lesson in 20 in in 2008 things might be a lot different now no. like you might have had a lot more companies. With way more cash reserves because they yeah. know well a rainy day could strike at any moment yep so let's know just like how for as much as people like talk shit about bill gates and warren buffett and like them being elitist and everything and maybe they are but one thing i do know about how when bill gates was at microsoft and warren buffett at berkshire hathaway they keep a lot of cash on reserve. Yeah. So much to the point where their peers, I've read that their peers would tell them or other other like business people like higher ups like they are yeah. would tell them, like, why the fuck are you keeping so much cash? Like yeah. invest it. Like the time yeah. is now. And it's like, well, no, because shit pops off. Yeah. And I want to be able to like run this shit. Like if, if I'm not mistaken, I I believe that I read that Warren Buffett likes to keep enough cash where he could run Berkshire Hathaway for a year with like uh, without any loans without any help from anyone like I could run this shit for yeah, a whole yeah. year just off of the cash reserve. That's very smart. That's very smart yeah. and that's what I'm saying like but but like he's old school obviously. Yeah. Companies never learned that lesson. That was a lesson that they never learned. They just didn't credit, and, 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 you know, it's cool but it's not And, and so <laughs> what I worry about now is with the potential for the Georgia runoff and the, you know, it being gridlocked, the Senate 50 50, and then Kamala Harris being the differentiating vote, mm. is we, us potentially seeing a lot more of that because yeah. that's a quick way. You could kill two leftist birds with one stone by that happening. One, you can help the unfortunate, and I use air quotations when I say unfortunate, like you get to help them print money and pay for this, pay for that, pay for that. Oh. At the same time, the middle and upper middle class <clears throat> that are really like, the that's the Trump train right there, Yeah, you essentially get to like take 70% of their power away because you devalue the dollar so much yeah. that it's like, all right, well... We're powerless now. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and you know, who knows if, if that won't be, you won't see the final blow to small businesses. Because don't let these people fool you. They despise small business. Like oh, everything yeah. that they showed in 2020 that they've displayed in 2020 shows that they despise small business. Yes, Walmart, Target, Amazon, grow, 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 small business, mom and pop, all that. Die, anomaly. The uh, I follow him on Twitter. He's like he's uh uh, uh tough on Trump lately, and and I could
1: see why for the two thousand shit, maybe. But I, I don't know. I I have a hard time believing Trump. I, I think Trump did it he's playing politics yeah he's playing politics
0: yeah uh, I think Anomaly's uh, issue well, well we'll get to like his issue with yeah. Trump but but I just wanted to make this point yeah. is he 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 tweeted the other day um uh that um he's like something along the lines of I can't believe they're actually gonna tax us this year with the way that they treated us and yeah. it's true like and that's that's my point yeah. is like <laughs> You motherfuckers, you're still coming after taxes. In fact, like, you know, you and I own property and and stuff. And I was looking at, uh, uh, yesterday, I was looking at some of, like, the the property bills that are going to be coming up this year and stuff like that. And I was like, like, I mean, I I didn't think that it wouldn't be there, but I was like, wow, like... You motherfuckers really don't have like no like you don't you don't care about people you really <laughs> no. don't and and granted yeah. I, we're blessed and like we're in a position where we could pay that shit it's not like an issue but it's just the the principle of yeah. like you you say you care but you don't yeah you don't and that's fine but like when is everybody else gonna wake up yeah that's yeah. my thing yeah. but but back to what you were saying about him being hard on Trump it's to, it's the $2000 thing but it's also i get it like trump was great about everything but i think trump really played into the china virus shit more than he should have like honestly now looking back obviously hindsight is 2020 Trump really should have been like, listen, man, this COVID shit is not even anything you really need a, a vaccine for. Like if you like just been had a yeah. day where like you were 100 percent honest, like maybe not right around election time, but like way earlier on and be yeah. like, listen, the media is going to blow it up. It's really like not something we need a vaccine for. Definitely not something that we need to shut everything down for. Yes. The people that are already unproductive are part of a of a cushy, politically correct. Bureaucratic system where oh work from home, I work in HR. I show I show up to work with my coffee every day, and that's not nice. You shouldn't say like people from that yeah. world. Like yeah, they're gonna be all for it, but the reality is, y'all need to get back to work. Oppose whatever your governor is saying. Oppose it. Oppose whatever your mayor like Trump really need, and I think that's where anomaly is coming from. It's yeah. like, in a way, dude, you got played by China too because like yeah. you. We knew from the beginning that Trump never, like, he never gave in to, like, he never cared that much about the China virus shit. But, like, he was playing politics. Like, well, people are scared. I got to kind of show that I'm scared, too, and everything like that. But even remember, like, when Trump got that shit and then, like, when he got back to the White House and he took his mask off and everybody was like, oh, my God. Trump really needed that that version of Trump. He really needed to be that. Times ten all the time, and yeah. I and and I think what really set anomaly off was on New Year's Eve. Yeah. I don't know if you saw that picture. They sh- they juxtaposed two images. They showed the Wuhan province where motherfuckers were partying. Yeah. And then Times Square, where there was nobody there, yeah. and it was like, "Yeah, you got got, like, yeah. you guys yeah. got got, like, you they they did that, like, yeah. <laughs> they did that, like, you got they got you."
1: <laughs> yeah. And, yeah,
0: and I think that's what really set him off because some valid points from from him to yeah. a true American, it's like, "Damn, they got us!" Like, like, and and the thing with Trump is that at a certain point, yeah. And and now I understand and it's funny because I understand and I remember you and I had a conversation and I remember I was telling you a conversation we we talked about it in the episode and I remember a conversation that I had with my my dad that we talked about yeah. on the episode and I remember Telling my dad, I was like, "But don't you gotta like worry about reelection?" And like, I, cause I was I was telling him how like sometimes a pres I understand why a president is not so heavy handed. Yeah, yeah. But now I understand where he was coming from because my dad's approach was, well, if I lose the election, I lose the election. But I did what I had to do while I was in office. Yeah. And now here we are. We see that all this shit that Trump had to, Trump did to like win re-election and at the end of the day they still like as of right now it's said that he lost whether it was stolen or whatever like there's a lot of shit when it comes to that but that's my point is like no matter what they still didn't want you to have it yeah so you might as well have done what you needed to do anyway because there's no guarantee that you're going to win anyway like you're so you get so caught up in all winning re-election because really in my opinion trump's whole approach to the china virus was that was that he was trying to win re-election. Yeah. That, that's that whole thing. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. The, yeah, the yeah. daily press conference, all of this, all the Operation Warps. Because I bet you he's not going to take the vaccine. There were two sides.
1: Yeah, yeah. I don't, I, I I don't see that him taking will, yeah. the vaccine. But there were two sides. There's what you saw of how he thought about it and then what he would say. Oh, Operation Warps, speed. It was like, okay, this is a salesman. Yeah. And then you had the, I got it. Oh, well, all right, I'm out taking the mask off you know or or like some of the stuff you would say like we we can't keep this shit closed it was was two different sides but i think that to me was a mark of like if it was a i would i liken it more to like a football game the left just blitzed sometimes they would blitz and it made no fucking sense but at all times trump was pressured from all sides and sometimes you're going to throw interceptions. Sometimes you're going to throw a big six. And now looking back, it's like, damn, like I, I should have, you know, we should have done a little bit more like screens or we should, but we should have like had a better game plan going forward because at the end, like you said, it didn't really matter if, if I lost. So, so it's like, well, shit at that point. And, 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 and I'm not taking anything away from Trump in the sense that like he still did a
0: lot. In those no, four years? No, it's not right. It's not about like h- him not doing a good job. Like he did yeah. a, a phenomenal job. I mean, easily the best president in my lifetime, yeah. like hands down in my and lifetime. And that's with four years. Yeah. You know? And that's with four years. Absolutely. So no, it's not about that. But it's about the philosophy behind the idea that you really the goofies were gonna believe this shit anyway yeah. so really what you needed to do the whole time was rally people against yeah the the totalitarianism of the goofies yeah
1: yeah
0: and i think that's where anomaly is coming from yeah. is like you didn't do enough of like bashing how stupid they are you know what i'm saying yeah and 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 even and we knew you knew that we knew you yeah. thought like us, but you just didn't like publicize it enough.
1: Yeah, yeah, and it's because you're like, I'm sorry, but like the left, and 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 this not, not, not to say that I don't respect certain people that are on the left, but in general, the the leaders of the left, they they get a lot of balls when they're around each other. They're like real bitch made, and that's what happens in institutions. It's like. It's so many of them that it 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 is I would imagine hard to get a grasp because it's like all these bitch ass motherfuckers like they plan and they try and they try and create these things like like wh- whereas you're one guy and you're like well this is how it is and, and like you could and that, that and, and and like if I can actually point out the relationship between Fauci and Trump that's how I felt that relationship was it's like. I don't really care too much for you uh, that I, that was probably Trump's approach I don't really care too much for you you are usually wrong or not yeah. 100% and uh, fuck you but you know I still need to work with you cause we need to do this operation shit operation warp speed but fuck dude like and then Fauci kind of the same thing like oh fuck you but I'm part of a way bigger institution yeah. where how people um, think of these things and uh and that's how I, I liken, like, kind of like the, the last year of Trump's presidency was that. Like, I'm kind of forced to deal with these bureaucrats now, like, to a level that I've never even... You know what I mean? And, yeah, it's tough, but, but but yeah, like, maybe a little bit more when it came to that. And, and, and he got close. Like, there was times where he would have... I think culturally, a lot of his speeches were cultural, like, when it came to that. But I think... A lot of it, uh, I think he should have maybe approached it from a, well, you know, are you guys going to let your politicians run you? Or are you going to run your politicians? Like, how do you guys want to live? And you never really did get that from him. No,
0: and and, and I think that's the issue that Anomaly is having because now look at where we're at and... Economically and culturally with the masks and all this shit. And you got people freaking out if a person doesn't wear a mask. The person has no symptoms, right? <laughs> yeah. There's been... I don't know how many studies I've read. I At least five that now they're showing that like the asymptomatic spread is not a thing. Yeah. So... And then that, that video, did you see? I, I called her a queen. She is a queen in my book. Like, that lady that was at the store. And oh. she's like, I'm not going to wear a mask. She's like, I'm not sick. She's yeah. like, what's wrong with you people? She's like, I'm fine. I'm a healthy person. Yeah. What is wrong? And and it was just like the realest shit. Yeah. But anyway, what was interesting uh, like, about all of that is is that Trump... There, there needed to be more of, of a perpetuation of that because now we're at the cusp of what could be a Biden-Harris presidency. And now things are, like, so bad in the whole culturally, politically, economically yeah. that it's like you don't want these people to take over when things are the way they are now. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. And had Trump win or lose revitalized a fighting spirit. Yeah biden harris administration would have came into office being like damn these right wingers man like they ain't going like so we better just like not fuck with them you know yeah versus and well there's a meme going around where it's like or it's like uh uh what was it's like 1970 1877 republicans and that big strong ass dog and it's like uh 1877 Republicans when they try to steal an election and that big ass, like swole ass dog, and then it says twenty twenty uh Republicans when they try to steal an election, it's like a weak ass, bitch ass dog in the corner, like just sitting down scared. <laughs> like the juxtaposition is like and, and that's the thing. Yeah. And so maybe a lot of those Republicans wouldn't have been so scared and been that bitch ass dog in the corner had Trump been a little bit more like, yo, man, we come on, yeah, we got to get off this shit. But I mean, it is what it is now. Now, like the 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 what we can hope for is is that in the Georgia Senate runoff, the Republicans win both seats, and I really think they need to win both because I don't like the idea. Of Mitt Romney being the the differentiating vote, like I don't trust dude at all. Like I don't know what happened, what dirt they have on him. I ain't got no dick, man. I yeah, ain't got like, no dick. Yeah, maybe that's what it is. It's like, listen, uh, you need to
1: understand, like, man. He, he
0: was probably like one day at, at a restaurant with his family before the China virus, because he started acting funny even before the China virus. He went to the washroom and like some like agent dude walks up to him. And he's like, uh. Uh, i'll mis- take these mr mr romney so like, yes it's like um i have a I have a, a photo of you here dickless uh, it'd be a it'd be a shame if these were to hit the press <laughs> <laughs> it'd be a shame if the new york times got a hold of these what do you need me to do well uh, you're going to have to march with with the Black Lives Matter. Because remember when he did that? <laughs> oh, trick? God, what a goofy <laughs> bitch. <laughs> like, so, like, that's a, like something. They got something on, dude, or something. I don't know what took place, but yeah. he's pretty much a Democrat now. So, yeah. I don't like the idea of it coming down to him being the differentiating vote. So, I would prefer them to, them to get um, both seats.
1: Yeah, yeah, that would that would help a lot. Because <laughs> Dick, Liz, Romney, we can never trust dude.
0: So moving on, um, you and I went to Chicago Public Schools. We don't have children in Chicago Public Schools. In fact, we don't have children at all. But Cheers. plenty of people do. Some of our friends do. Some other people we know. And... I would say if there was something that was most definitely revealed in 2020, like, I mean, this is more certain than the China virus. This is more certain than anything. You could take this to the bank. We learned in 2020 that teachers unions don't give a fuck about parents or the kids. Like, we've learned that like that if and if you don't know that by now you'll never know it and you're just lost in the world yeah. but they do not give a fuck about parents or the kids i mean i you know go ahead matter of fact i would like for
1: anyone that listens to our podcast and wherever you work and if you have a union what did the union do for you in 2020 did they disappear did the, cuz you know like all this union talk right and like it just so happens that such a year look at the school union oh yeah no you guys just deal with it
0: yeah i mean like the 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 teachers union like i mean obviously they fought for their teachers like they fought for them but like they they fought in a way where like it, it put on full display how much they don't care about the kids the parents the economy like just a complete and utter selfishness yeah and in this one particular case, there, her, her, her uh, Instagram handle is Sarah for Justice. It's making waves. It's a viral story on the internet right now because she was one of the biggest. I think I believe her name is Sarah Chambers. She's uh, high ranking in the teachers union. And she was one of the biggest advocates for not returning to school uh, yeah. in person, in person learning. And in fact, I have a quote from her. This is the most difficult time. Transmission is the highest. It's dark and cold. People are indoors and the holidays are coming. So there's going to be a lot of transmissions. That's one of her quotes uh, in her argument for there not being in class learning. But the day she said that, an hour later, she's poolside in the caribbean the sunny beautiful caribbean in a bikini tits out sun hat living life mind you still getting paid now what's interesting about that and you and i we are advocates of people living the high life we're advocates of people living their life and doing their thing or as the cool kids say living their best life That's fine and all. But you are doing that (laughs) by perpetuating a narrative. One, that's now as time passes and more data comes out, false, number one. Number two, not caring at all about like the parents that now are unemployed or have to stay home because their kids have to stay home for remote learning. Yeah, yeah. And really lending no real substance to you wanting to be like known as a essential employee well all the essential employees are in the shit so you want to be considered essential but like you're somewhere remote doing whatever you're doing in the caribbean
1: and and your narrative doesn't fit because your narrative is well it's dangerous okay but you went to the airport where there's thousands of people that travel that have to travel you passed through TSA agents. You obviously didn't social distance. I got on because, a plane with you know,
0: recycled air.
1: Yeah, you put you put your stuff on a bin that's, that other people have put their stuff on. So if there was like some virus there, all right, well, you got into the plane. And like you said, recycled air. You went to, to uh, what was it, Puerto Rico you said? I believe so. Somewhere in the Caribbean. Okay. You went into the airport over there and then you walked around more people. And then you probably took like a bus or Uber or, oh, that's another person. Like,
0: no. And you're, <laughs> like, and you're not wearing a fucking mask in that picture.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, so, so if you think and you trust that everyone can do their job while you go to the airport and, and, and really pretty much risk contamination under your, you know, your world, how, how your worldview. So you can't you can't get that like the CPS classes in order to like okay this is this Where is the are game these plan kids
0: that you love so much yeah. and care about so much well and-
1: social distance will be there will be this many in class no you don't but it's because it's all bullshit that's why yeah. <laughs> it's all fucking bullshit because so in your mind you're like oh well they're efficient and they did everything they were supposed to do oh well CPS can't be efficient and I can't have a game plan so students could go back to school uh, please explain please explain there's no explanation you either believe it or you don't and and what i'm finding is that a lot of these people and and i've seen uh, there's been times where like politicians don't have a mask on they get they go up the stairs before they do a speech they put the mask on they come to the fucking podium and then take the mask off so they could talk bro you didn't have a mask what did you what did you achieve when you went up the stairs put the mask on so it could look good for the cameras
0: and then take it off no, cause COVID had planned to strike in that in that moment right there, like that. That politician knew oh, COVID's schedule of striking, yeah. so it's like, all right, well, I'm gonna be at the podium at 10:15, which COVID is gonna strike at 10:15. That's when I'm gonna put my mask on. But COVID strike will subside at 10:20, which my speech is only five minutes, so that when I'm The like, dude is a
1: visionary. Yeah,
0: <laughs> but you know, like it's just it's just
1: funny because like. We really lie to ourselves, and it's funny because it reminds me of 9/11, like when security jobs went up. But security doesn't keep you safe. It it might be like a wall, like a temporary wall, but like it's even...
0: more of a deterrent than anything. Yeah, yeah, like, it's, it's a not deterrent. Even... Because I mean, you and I both took security certification classes, and I don't know if I'm letting out an industry secret, but if I am, so be it they tell security guards to call the police. Yeah. Like, when yeah. shit hits the fan, they'll tell you, yeah, call the police.
1: Call the police, yeah. So and don't get hurt. Yeah. So, I mean, I mean, your false, like, hope that you might get fucking saved because of some dumbass shit, like, that's put in place, and I'm not saying dumb, because, like, security is, is a job that, that requires a lot of, like, uh, different skills that, that you need. But what I am saying is, like, when it comes to safety, you know, it's just one person. If 10 people walk through that door, what, what do you think the security guard's gonna do? I will face them in honor of the tenants that live here. No, no I'm calling the cops, I'm getting the fuck out the way. Yeah. <laughs> my family members. Because like, that's just how life works. So this mask, we've been putting on the mask since April or even before that, right? COVID cases are still up. Yeah. Um, There was lockdowns. COVID cases are still up. So, what are we doing all this for? Are we going to keep playing this dumbass game? And then, like, we all have been around, like, your, your job or whatever. And you see, like, certain people, you know, you, you play the part. You put the mask. And you take the mask off. And you start talking to people. And like, I don't know. I just haven't seen people really take it serious. They just do it because they're told. Yeah. And, and at that point, it's like, well, that's the hypocrisy. And, and then, like, what do you – you're getting paid a lot of money as the union vice – is the vice president, right? Like she's high up there. Yeah. I don't know if
0: she is the vice president. So, so you know,
1: you, you're up there. Like, do your fucking job, get shit going, um, make a game plan, and stop, stop with all the shenanigans. Because like all this taxpayer money, where is it going? If you guys aren't even putting in the work, you're really. It's like, imagine how stupid. Like I can't, I can't feel that way because I don't have kids. But how stupid you would feel as as a as a parent? I don't know where. Like, I got to work. Do I leave my kid at home? Like, I, how great I'm would paying it be? taxes how, for all this how shit. How great
0: would it be, though, if the family unit was more intact to the point? Because, like, you know, there's a lot of single moms and shit out there. So that's what makes a lot of this shit possible. But imagine the family units were more intact. Dudes had their shit together a little bit more. Like, yeah. a little bit more like traditional type shit. 50s, 60s, I'm talking. And the guy was like, all right. Well, this is what we're going to do since they want to play this game. Woman, wife, you're going to homeschool the kids. I'm going to work. I'll bring home the bacon. Fuck the schools. Fuck the teachers union and fuck all of them. If you even got... You don't even need all the parents to do that. If you got 25% to do that, no. these motherfuckers like this bitch would be shaking in their boots. Yeah. Wait, wait I don't... What, she'll be her... And them tits would be on a plane so fast. <laughs> it's, just, it's just funny. I just find it funny that like that's the picture they use, like that's circulating for the article. Yeah. But they they'd be they'd be on a plane so quick back to Chicago yeah. because the shit is collapsing. And that's the thing that that bothers me. Not people like her, because she's gonna do what she does. Not people like Lightfoot, she's gonna do what she does. But the people. When are you gonna yeah. wake up and yeah. be like, "Fuck them, fuck you!" Like this is we're, we're gonna we're gonna restructure this whole thing.
1: And, and it shows you how far, or how broken community is. Because like, imagine sitting down with the whole neighborhood and going, listen. I know uh, a group of like home homeschool teachers. They said they'll do it for this price. We'll save. We're, we don't. We're not doing the CPS and stuff. That,
0: and now we can make. Now we all do this collectively. We have a legit case to get our property taxes lowered because our kids are not attending public school. Yeah, And if we, for one semester or two semesters, show the efficiency that we do this with, we could start where other communities in Chicago do this. And no. now, if public school is going to be a thing, we force them to restructure everything. Yeah. Now, teachers have to be on... It has to be based off performance. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. None of this. Oh, every year we need a raise, more money for the pension, this, that, and the other. Like you get an opportunity to restructure, yeah. and then you yourself as the taxpayer, you're not burdened and choked to death.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it's it's uh, it's things like that where, like you said, it'll it'll put fear in in, in the states. You really like their heart, (laughs) and they're 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 really not gonna know what to do but to get to it. But we just don't live in those times anymore. Uh, We just accept it, take it, and then all right, well, whatever. I guess this too shall pass. But what if it doesn't? You know, like you're paying a lot of taxes. It doesn't pass.
0: It just stays, and then something else comes, and that stays. And before you know, you. things are piled on and piled on and piled on.
1: I haven't looked at the percentage but like you know when you get your tax bill it shows where your taxes went. Almost damn near everything goes to schools. I know. It's like man <laughs> I don't know like I would feel It's like the like audacity
0: of it being the same amount if not more when kids can't even go to school. Yeah. <laughs> and, and i've and and this is another thing that i've talked about and i've advocated and I, I don't know why people don't do it see i don't have kids but like i i've expressed this idea to people and i don't know like why they haven't done anything about it people that have their kids in private school why are they not subject to a property tax reduction if your kid doesn't even utilize where all this money is going to they go to a, why why you yeah. that automatically without even like logistically without even batting an eye should qualify you for some sort of yeah. property tax reduction. My kid doesn't utilize the shit. Like, yeah. why? Why? <laughs> I, there should be a, some sort of reduction. It's ridiculous.
1: Yeah, yeah. But at that point, you're being way too logical or no, not really logical because they know what the fuck they're doing. It's like a it has that socialist. Agenda, which is like, well, no, everyone deserves this, everyone deserves that. We, that's fine, but let them pay for it. That and, and and it's like, it's the same concept. If if you go to a restaurant and you're eating good, and someone's like, hey, or like the waiter comes up to you and say, hey, you know, I charged you double. I hope you know that because that guy right there, he he wanted to eat like the same shit you were eating, but like he didn't have the funds, so. <laughs>
0: Is, Imagine. Is that okay
1: with you? It's like, no, it's not okay. He has to pay. No, no. But the thing is, like, everyone should eat. It's a right. It's a right. And then you're like, well, but, yeah, I came to the restaurant with my family if to
0: eat. Shrimp and steak? <laughs> it's a right. It's a human right. Yeah, that's, oh, God. That's that's where it's going to go Yes. Yeah. Like, everything, it's like it's like people that have, like, high-quality health care. Oh, it's a right. People that have secure housing. Oh, housing is a right. So fucking, so a hey kid that fucking nice has gold chain. That's a right. Like I need like, gold chains are a right. And then
1: it'll, they'll come like a
0: <laughs> Yeezys are a right. <laughs> what if,
1: if you look here? Uh, the statistics show that people are a lot happier with Yeezys and gold chains, which then makes them more efficient in their in everyday the community
0: <laughs> and just so. We're gonna print money so that everyone can. <laughs> <use> it. <laughs> it's print money so everyone can afford it. Oh God, uh, you know it's, it's
1: it's what a sad state of affairs. It should makes me. And I've I've been meaning to to read this book by uh what is Aaron Clary, but I don't. I haven't. I haven't even ordered it. Uh, like enjoy the decline. Oh yeah. Like I, because I just the title like so, and I I think it talks a lot a, about the current state of affairs and really like your philosophy on. Aaron on Clary shit, is You don't even have control beast.
0: over. Yeah, he is. Bachelor pad economics, curse of the high IQ. Yeah. Like dude is, is, is great. <laughs> Hell yeah. Those books, those books are great. And what's crazy. It's, it's wild that you bring this up. Cause I didn't even plan on talking about it on the episode. We didn't discuss it in pre-production or anything, but the other day I saw a video by Aaron Clary. And, Let me see if I could find it. It's really awesome, and I'd like to talk about it real quick before we get into the next segment, which is going to be a quick segment. Um, So it's a video by Aaron Clary. It's a recent one. It's called The Quickest Way to F You Money. So The Quickest Way to fuck You Money. And he bases the video off of a clip from the movie The Gambler, which I've never seen, I was never into it or whatever. It's no. with Mark Wahlberg, okay. but apparently there's a part in that movie where John Goodman gives a monologue about fu money, and I actually have the clip here. I didn't plan on it, but I looked it up and it's right here, so I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna play it uh for for the episode real quick. But essentially, what 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 Aaron Clary is talking about is. People keep always ask him and like other guys like him like Richard Cooper like he's cool with Richard Cooper. Aaron uh-huh. Curry is cool with like a lot of badass guys on the internet. Like he's cool with yeah. Rich Cooper from Entrepreneurs and Cars. He <laughs> fucks with Sandman like cuz when there was like one a time there there was one time where where he was on a live stream and people were like talking about like MGTOW guys but they yeah. were kind of like downing them. And he stood up for Sandman. He's like, well, no, nah, because like Sandman, he's not like that. Like this, that, and the other. It's yeah. just you got to understand why a guy would do that. Like He's he's a badass guy. Uh, but yeah, so in that monologue, in, well, in his video, he's talking about he always gets these questions. Yeah. Like, what's the quickest way to F you money? And he's like, well, there's a lot of different ways. But what John Goodman says in this particular clip is the quickest way and it's badass what john goodman says because essentially it's like so philosophical and quick he's like this country was founded on fu and it's true he's like he's like yeah you're a king you're a queen you want to run shit the way you want to run shit and fuck the people well no fuck you we're leaving we're creating our own country fuck you we're doing this yeah you you want you don't want to take orders from your boss Fucking put your money in and what he what he's saying. Well, I'm gonna play it right now. He's like, put your money in, in, in the stock market. It's gonna get you three to seven percent return in a year. Drive a fucking Japanese shitbox box and pay off your house. Now you got fuck you money. You could tell your boss, fuck you. Like it's just yeah, badass like badass, what, what he dude. says. I'm fucking Yeah, so <laughs> I, let's go get a building, bro. Let's go so, buy some shit. So, right yeah, now. it's great, but let, let me let me uh get the clip ready and <laughs> Dude. You
2: get up two and a half million dollars, any asshole in the world knows what to do. You get a house with a 25-year roof, an indestructible Jap economy shitbox, you put the rest into the system of three to five percent to pay your taxes, and that's your base, get me? That's your fortress of fucking solitude. That puts you for the rest of your life at a level of fuck you. Somebody wants you to do something, fuck you. Boss pisses you off, fuck you. Own your house, have a couple bucks in the bank, don't drink. That's all I have to say to anybody at any social level. As your grandfather, take risks. Yes. I guarantee he did it from a position of fuck you. A wise man's life is based around fuck you. The United States of America is based on fuck you. You're a king. You have an army, greatest navy in the history of the world. Fuck you, blow me. We'll fuck it up ourselves. Which? We have done beautiful fuck you position lost forever.
1: Dude, that shit is epic.
0: How great was that? Yeah,
1: dude, that shit is great.
0: How great like, was that? I just...
1: <laughs> everyone, we have a music video that uh, we've released a long time ago. It's called Till It Hurts.
0: Yeah. Fuck yeah. you. <laughs> <laughs> the,
1: the till It Hurts
0: it's, it's fuck you. Till It Hurts is that...
1: We should have put that clip before the song because like, it's literally that's what... We went for it in that song.
0: Yeah, that's so crazy. Yeah, yeah. yeah till it hurts is <laughs> fuck you. Yeah. Audio
1: Apes. Till it hurts. Spotify, Apple Music, YouTube music video. We have it all, ladies and gents. Y- Just go listen to it whenever you feel like saying fuck you.
0: Exactly, and and that like how great was that? And and what John Goodman talks about in that clip is very similar to things that you and I have talked about plenty of times on this show. It doesn't take being a genius it doesn't take anything super revolutionary or maybe in a sense it is revolutionary philosophically compared to like the cookie cutter mentality that is perpetuated by the media and schools and stuff like that but the reality is invest you get yourself into a position where you can take some more risks yeah the more risks you're able to take the more closer you get to being in a position of fuck you. And you realize, damn, I have a fortress of solitude. This property is paid off. My house is paid off. I got this much money coming in. I got this much money invested. I'm in a position where, hey, boss, says something I don't like, fuck you. Mm -hmm. I want to do this. You're saying I can't do it? Fuck you. Like, that's the thing. And it's not fuck you in the sense of, being derogatory it's fuck you in the sense of you're impeding upon me my spirit my soul my freedom fuck you
1: exactly exactly
0: i'm glad it's crazy because i didn't even plan on that being a thing (laughs) but but i'm glad i'm glad that that happened um so wrapping up the episode uh the daily wire put out an article um titled university hip-hop professor which I didn't know there was such a thing as hip-hop professors. Rap audience is tired of unhinged white rage because of Trump. Now, before we get into the article, uh, and uh, for everybody out there, Eminem is the picture that they're using for the article. You and I talked about it in pre-production, how it's so funny that Eminem has gone the social justice warrior, cookie-cutter, new age... Virtue signaling, (laughs) identity politics, intersectionality route. And yet he is still used as the poster boy of white people being at fault for everything. So he put himself in that boat. Yeah. But what I wanted to talk about before we got into everything was this idea that Trump is always associated with rage. I mean, you and I talked about this, but like... At what point was, like, the rage displayed? Because I've never seen it. I've never seen this rage that they they claim that, like, Trump has. It's like Trump rage. Like, all this shit. Is, I, I, I just haven't seen it.
1: Yeah. Quick side note. It was funny. I went, I went to uh, Kuma's Corner, is it called? It's a burger joint or whatever. Uh-huh. And, like, the burger I ordered, it was like, you know, it, it said, like, you know this sauce and garlic and uh, black beans and then rage as as an ingredient. <laughs> I started laughing because like when I got it, I was like, "Oh wow, this must be the rage they were How talking about." How did the about. rage taste? That <laughs> was fucking fucking great. Yeah. <laughs> now I understand what where they see the rage in Trump. No, but it was it was funny. It was like it was hilarious that you know they were just being funny with it. But I I just imagine like. What do what do people see or what do leftists see or people who don't like Trump when he speaks yeah. on the mic like do they just hear like <laughs> and then they're like oh my god look at the rage it's like he is a confident dude he is a guy who's going to uh punch back there's no rage in that like
0: yeah i i think you more or less hit the nail on the head in pre-production when you said something along the lines of The confidence, like I think as time progresses, we are increasingly more in a time of like softer guys or less assertive guys. And so this idea of being confident comes off as mean or toxic or toxic or mad and so it's like well right there that alone like you're a few degrees away from rage just in 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 you know those adjectives that we used right there but what's funny about it is that's the same mentality that's like killing off culture yeah i was having a a discussion the other day about how there hasn't really been a good quality comedy movie in a while, because the other day, like, I found myself, I was, I've been, like, re-watching, for whatever reason, a lot of Adam Sandler movies, like, I recently watched <laughs> Happy Gilmore, Little Nicky, Billy Madison, um, uh, what's, uh, what's the other one? It's yeah.
1: almost like,
0: damn, Water if people Boy. really want to cancel Adam Sandler for his past movies, they they could. Yeah, they could, and now his are a little bit, like, and you and I have ta- had this discussion with our friends before. Yeah. Adam Sandler movies, there's like a handful of them that are quality. Yeah, his movies are not quality. They're funny, but they're silly funny. But they're yeah. not like when you're looking at it from like, oh, this is a quality made movie. You you no, would I never be. Know. It's not like a forgetting Sarah Marshall. No, no, no. Or 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 super bad where. From a quality aspect, it's up there. But they're funny. They're like I still consider them classic, and I enjoy them. Yeah.
1: But they have that raw, unfiltered guy thing. To them, that I feel that it's literally everything that like a feminist would hate. Yeah. Because it's like this is like a guy. But what's funny about it is like a guy would never go about it in, in those manners, like in some of the stuff, like when he rages or says something. Yeah. But it's funny because he's doing that, because yeah. it's like it's like a guy really reacting how he really feels. Yeah. Like in Happy Gilmore, he's like, "You think you're better than me?" And then he's like punching yeah. dude. Yeah. And like because I guess he did some. I I, I forgot what happened in the scene, but it it's funny because it's stupid. Like
0: yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. But. but- <laughs> in a guy's sense of humor type of way like i to this day i laugh where where like when when uh in waterboy where he first joins the team yeah and, and harry winkler is like uh he's like he, he's like uh bobby he's like what was that intensity i saw the other day he's like that was no intensity <laughs> and, and then he's like he's like yeah and he's like he's like oh he's like I just remember everybody who was ever mean to me, and I, you know, you know, I, I tackle him. He's like that. Henry is like that's it. He's like I want you to pretend. He's all the people that everybody. He's like pretend, <laughs> <laughs> pretend, <laughs> and, and, and then so when he stands back, he's like go ahead. He's a resilient guy. So he stands back and he's just like looking at dude. And I I forgot who he sees him as. And he's like. No! <laughs> and then dude is like, "No what?" <laughs> Boo, everything about that is completely silly and yeah. stupid, but from like a guy's point of view, it's just funny cuz I I a lot of what Sandler does I see it as like the shit that goes on in like my imagination. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like-, like, it's like if I'm imagining a scenario where some wacky shit is going to happen, yeah. he he was able to capture that. Yeah. And I think what's interesting about that is what you said where why feminists don't really rock with them yeah. because they don't understand like that sort of imaginative way of going about things because it's more of a guy thing yeah and it's also funny because in gone girl i don't know if you remember there's a line in gone girl which i see you rolling your eyes rightfully so uh in gone girl where she talks about how yeah for so long i was the cool girl like i would watch the game eat wings and watch adam sandler movies so like all of these things that she clearly did not wanting to do, but she did it because, you know, she wanted to be accepted. Well, number one, that was your choice to go along with something that you didn't want to do. Yeah. But number two, you were kind of foul about it because the whole time that you were going about it, you really thought low of everything that you were doing. You just did it to be accepted. Yeah. Which like you're, you're probably, you're worse. You're a worse person. You know what I'm saying, but it was funny that in that movie they use Adam Sandler movies as like, as as the, the, as a, a point of reference for things that women would have to accept if they want to be accepted yeah. by men.
1: Yeah, and and it's like it, it, it's it's a bit sad because like mm, a lot of comedy, a lot of art, really is just like raw and unfiltered and you're trying to take that away yeah you're trying to take that away with like the humor of it you're trying to take that away with like this race quota that we're now supposed
0: to have right and 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 all of what you're saying coincides perfectly with this particular article because like everything now has some sort of barrier on it oh can't what can't can't rap white, if you do rap, can't have rage because it reminds people of Trump. Like the people I was talking to the other day, there hasn't been a classic comedy movie Yeah, but you gotta understand because people feel like this. It's like it's always something, not realizing yeah. that almost everything especially in comedy, but in in, in in entertainment media, period. What do you do if you do a a
1: nazi piece like a
0: movie right and that's like, what i was going to say just, like, it, it token comes, black guy it that comes at, an, at the expense of some someone else like for instance schindler's list like that's a classic movie but that came at the expense of well you had to like show you relive things that happened in the past that were heinous django unchained great ass movie Leonardo DiCaprio's character in that movie is one of my favorite Quentin Tarantino characters cuz of how well he's done. Yeah. But yeah, but in order for that to be that movie to be made, you had to like recreate like some like awful shit. Yeah. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Comedy a lot of times the best jokes come at the expense of someone or something else. And it's just crazy that we live in this time of Things being so bland and watered down, and it's because of this type of stuff. Because now even critics are on that shit. Because this is a this is a, a professor, you know, of of hip hop, which that shows you the collegiate system right there. Like, I love rap. I know you love rap, but I don't think there needs to be a professor of hip hop. <laughs> like, I like, mean, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and I wonder so, what
1: the market is for those guys.
0: Right. Exactly. Perfect point. Is like, well. If somebody majors in that shit, like what, what fucking job are they gonna get? You know, it's ridiculous, and um, it's just sad to see where uh, where culture is heading. But that's our episode for this week. Thank you guys so much for listening. The show continues to grow because you guys keep listening. So keep on listening. If we talk about something that you know somebody would be interested in, share it with them. Follow us. At hanging with apes. Check out our website, hangingwithapes.com. We'll see you guys next week. We're out. Peace. Peace.